Welcome back to Split Decision. This week on episode 28, we're going to talk UFC Vegas 84, Ankalaev versus Johnny Walker 2. From there, we'll draft our top five New Year's resolutions. Then we're going to huddle up for wildcard NFL football playoff weekend. And finally, we'll jump back into stakes and takes, our betting segment where we give you our best advice for this week's games. But first, don't forget to head to splitdecisionpod.com where you'll find all of our recent podcasts, our top fives, and more. But again, that's splitdecisionpod.com. All right, let's go. first card of 2024 is finally here it's only been two weeks since the last card but it feels like it's been uh maybe two or three weeks but it feels like it's been a year since the last mma card ah, i see what you did there <laughs> i didn't even mean to yeah but, it definitely has felt like a long time since we've done this uh but i'm i'm happy to be back good little break off uh but yeah let's let's take a look at these fights what we got first yeah, so the first card, 2024, is going to be UFC Vegas 84, another Apex card, which is kind of disappointing, but it has a lot of good fights on it. Very exciting card. I'm going to cover the whole main card, and the first fight of the main card, Phil Hawes, Bruno Ferreira, no hype, the American taking on the Hulk, a Brazilian guy. Who you got in this one? Man, this is a this is a kind of tough toss-up, in my opinion. Uh, both guys coming off of a loss. Two losses in a row for Hawes. Two, I mean, his last five is two and three. Or what would that be? Two wins, three losses. And his last three, all, all of those fights that he lost are first-round KOs. Yeah, I was going to say he was KO'd three times in his last four fights. One of, in his last four fights, he did get one KO, but he was KO'd three times. Honestly, with that in mind, even though Ferreira... Because Bruno Ferreira... He's one and one he in the can UFC. KO people, though. Right. I was going to say that exact thing. He did suffer his first career loss his last time out. That was against uh, Ruzaboev. Yeah, Ruzaboev. him in the was, first round. It was a very impressive performance from Ruzaboev. It was. I think he's going to rebound well. I think we have a... I think a, so, too. I think a Phil no-hype Hawes. The no-hype nicknames kind of do. Before, I don't see much hype surrounding him, and I think the Hulk is going to prove that... A fourth knockout might end his UFC's yeah. career. Phil Hawes has been getting knocked out in the first round. All five of Bruno Ferreira's last fights have all ended in the first round. Now, he did lose one of those, which was the last one. But four fights before that, he was finishing guys in the first round. I think there's a good chance he does that again. I put my money on Bruno Ferreira to win this fight. Same. All right. So after that fight, let's hope we're both right. And we're going to move on to Ricky Simon, 20-4 and four in his career, Taking on Mario Batista, 13-2 and two in his career. Both guys have fought a, a good amount of UFC fights. Uh, nine for Batista, 7-2. 11 for Ricky Simone, 8-3. So both guys are veterans. They know how to win in this uh, organization. It's going to be an interesting fight. This is a very good fight. And look, speaking on that 8-3 from Ricky Simone or Ricky Simon, his last fight was against Song Yudong. He lost. It was a fifth-round TKO. And yeah. he's also only There's no lost... shame in losing the song either. No, no, absolutely. Out of those 11 fights, he's lost three times. He lost to Song Yudong, Rob Font, and Uriah Faber. So he proved time and time again in the UFC that he's better off, you know, no worse for wear after taking a loss, and he's only getting beat by truly top, top contenders. 
Now, Mario Batista, he beat Damone Blackshear last time out. It was a unanimous, unanimous decision victory. Damone Blackshear was on a hype train. He had a, quite a few good fights in a row. I think that... He has five straight wins right now. Yeah. I, I Actually, I have that written down. His only losses in the division are to Sanhagen and Trevin Jones. Sanhagen was his first UFC fight, too. And it was a, uh, it was a submission, which, you know, not to say it's... The most common thing from Sanhagen, but it was a, it was an impressive showing from Sanhagen in that fight. Not not to say anything bad against Batista. I actually think Batista wins this fight. See, I'm going actually with uh, Ricky Simone. I think he uh, bounces back from the tough loss. As you said, he's beaten some good guys. He only loses the tough guys. I think he does enough. I think it's probably by decision, but I got Ricky Simone. So this is our first difference of 2024. I like it. Me too. Now let's move on to the next one. Jim Miller, the all-time wins leader in the UFC, the 40-year-old. He's back again. He's fighting Gabriel Benitez, a 35-year-old, a guy that's been in the UFC. Uh, But how do you see this one going? Man, this one's one's a little weird for me. Um, Benitez, he's up and down, 7-6 and in the UFC, so like... He's up and down, and he hasn't been that active. His last fight was in August of 2022. It was a win over Charlie... On Taveros, but he's like you said, he's seven and six in the UFC, two and four of his in his last six. I mean, he hasn't been that. His last great. three wins have been by KO though. But Jim Miller's not a guy that gets KO'd a lot. Now Jim Miller's last fight was against Jesse Butler. He beat him in round one by KO. Twenty three seconds in. I mean, it was an impress. It was Jim Miller. He has KOs. He's not known as the KO guy. He came in and. At 40 years old, already the all-time wins leader in KO to dude in 23 seconds. Right. And look, uh, somebody whose career, long like Jim Miller, he's 36 and 17 professionally. In my opinion, you have to kind of take a look at his last 10, or if he's not that active, his last five fights. Jim Miller's 6 and 4 in his last 10. Being in the UFC since 2008. Won three out of out of his four most recently. UFC eighty nine. You said two thousand eight. That's yeah. His UFC eighty nine. Was UFC eighty nine. Right. That's pretty crazy. He's honestly, gonna be around for one hundred, two hundred, and three hundred UFC shows. Honestly, I still think. Man, I have to switch. I got to go with Jim Miller. I think Jim Miller's gonna gonna come out and win this fight. I'm trying to convince myself. I got Jim Miller too. I think he's the all time wins leader for a reason. He isn't the uh, top guy in the division, but he showed he's not slowing down. I got Jim Miller winning the fight. Thanks for thanks for making thanks for helping me write my own head in that fight. The next one we're gonna look at is Matthews Nicolau rematch versus McNell Starboy Cop. This is a very impressive matchup. You have two guys. Nicolau's nineteen three and one. Manel Cop is nineteen and six. Spouting similar records. They both like to. You know, get out there, stay scrappy. Cop's been finishing people as of late. I think that's kind of why this this uh, rematch was, you yeah, know, Cop's called been one for of the most exciting guys in the in the past couple years yeah. in the division for sure. Nikolaus' last fight was to Brandon Rolvile, Roy Val, and he lost. It was a, a KO. But I mean, that's not a bad guy to lose for Roy Val. No, he although he the lost title. his last title fight, he put on a. Very like not a, a bad showing. Right, yeah, decently impressive showing. And then Cop won to De Felipe Dos Santos by decision. Look, Nicolau's 4-1 in the UFC. He has three decisions, one KO with one loss by KO. He has a win over Cop. A split decision win, though. Right. I think this will settle the score, maybe make it you know, to where they have to have a trilogy fight. 
honestly, I think Cops settles the score, to be quite honest with you. I think he's had a bit of a better showing in the UFC thus far, and I think he's kind of on a different trajectory. I got Cop too, but I think there is something to be said for Nikolai that he has a win, but you know he's fought Cop before, so he knows coming in what to expect. I do have Cop winning the fight, though. I think it's going to be another close fight, though. I don't know if he finishes Nikolai. I think he might get another a decision win this time. Setting up definitely for a... Uh, a trilogy. A trilogy. That would be interesting. That That's definitely some fights I would watch. All right, so then now... Is this the main event already? Already the main event. Kinda. A rematch from October. I like fight. the main event, though. This I do is like the main event. I mean, I was excited for the first time they fought in October. This is Magomed Ankalaev of Johnny Walker. Ended probably the way nobody wants to see a fight end. I, I Illegal not, knee early on where they just called the fight. Yeah, I don't like how the ju- the judge walked in there. But remember, they or were the trying doctor, to fight. I mean, they were trying to fight after. Oh, that was in Abu Dhabi where the doctor. Right. Asked, he I asked him, and that. he said, "Where are you?" He said, "The, the desert." desert. And, the and it was a language barrier, and the doctor just turned around. He was like, like, "Doctor got mad," but yeah, the doctor was like, like, "Foolishness." He Wave it off. Foolishness. And then they tried to fight after. Yeah, he's like, I'm down scrap right now. Let's go. They didn't go. calm down until Dana came in the ring. So Daddy Dana walks in. But this is a good rematch that, from little, a no contest. Both fighters. The little bit we saw, Ankalaev was the better fighter in that fight. But I think there's something to be said for that to happen. And then you get a few months to, if you're Johnny Walker, be like, okay. I'm pissed. And like, let's figure out. Yeah, like I got a that. glimpse. I got a glimpse of what I got to fight. Like this dude's exactly. not going to Uncle Live's not going to come out there with a different game plan. Look, he drew against Jan Blahovich. We already know Uncle Live's that He's dude. 17-1-1 and 1 and his he hasn't won a fight. His last two fights he hasn't won. So he's like I think he might come out Uncle Live uncharacteristically aggressive. He hey, is look, an aggressive guy, but Johnny Walker's not the dude you want to just like start swinging with. Uncle Live's last loss was his UFC debut, and that was against Paul Craig. I know he got subbed by Paul Craig, and that was before Paul Craig was doing his recent Paul Craigness. You know? Yeah, that was about right at the well at the beginning of it, I guess. But anyway, Johnny Walker, he's been very impressive. I think Johnny Walker is going to beat this hill, beat this, kind of overcome this hill when he couldn't beat Jamal Hill previously in his career i got johnny walker too i think he rises to the occasion he got a glimpse of what to be prepared for i think he is i think he knocks out i like that and i think the heavy aggressiveness from walker is probable coming out early i think he's going to take that to kind of win all right so let's start the new year with a top five new year's resolutions where we're going to each draft our top five I think it's somewhat personal, somewhat most popular New Year's resolutions. Yeah, probably a bit of both. Probably a bit of both. And I think to end 2023, I had the first pick in the top things of 2023. You sure did, sir. So I think it makes sense to start 2024. You have the first pick in things, New Year's resolutions for 2024. I think that's all fair. And I'd like to shout out your your last first pick. That would be the uh, Trump mugshot. Oh, yeah, I still love that pick. Yeah, it holds up. It holds up. Uh, For my first pick for New Year's, my New Year's resolution, my number one pick, this is a great, great topic, but in my opinion, such a great pick because it's one that's made by so many people and followed followed through by so few. 
I'm gonna say go into the gym. That's a good pick. I mean, I think that's one. everybody's like generic top pick, and it's always a good goal to have. Yeah, like if I could just wake up it. with motivation to do something, it's not gonna be going to the gym out of the blue. I'm gonna. That's like a life changing type of thing. But that is everything. That's the one people lie about most often. So I'm gonna say go into the gym. I I think it's great. It's a good pick, and I like that pick, and I think that's definitely a one-one worthy pick. I have one that may also be one-one worthy. I believe maybe. I'm gonna have weight loss as my number one pick. Oof. I think going to the gym, yeah, that's great for you, and it leads to weight loss. But weight loss in general, no matter how way you get, which way you get it, whether it's by hard work, whether it's by diet, whether it's by surgery, weight loss is a common and probably one of the most popular. Uh, resolutions most people have and again it's one probably just as much as going to the gym people don't follow through with it you can cheat at it weight loss you know if if your goal is to just lose weight you can you know fast a little bit lose some water weight now and again and you can also just lie to yourself too and you know yeah 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 definitely i like that as a pick uh weight weight loss. loss my number one pick my number two pick going in a different direction i'm going uh saving being more responsible with money Ooh, financial responsibility. Financial responsibility. I think that's one, especially as you get older, that's always going to be something. Whether you're good at it or not, you can almost always improve on it. I'm definitely envious of the people that are great at it. Yeah, me too. And I just think it's something that is very beneficial and probably, sadly, more than the exercise. This is something people usually... Not everybody follows through with you. Yeah, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Uh, that is that is a pretty common one. I agree that it's probably a one-two pick. My argument that my one-two pick is only slightly better, only because I think it's it's kind of connected to the money thing, and it's hard to be financially responsible when you can't get a good diet. That's my number two pick. Diet. Is changing. I mean, yes, that's like, a good pick. Like but like eating they had better. Nothing, their segue didn't make sense. Yeah, because a lot of people they always say that eating healthy is so expensive and everything. And if you really focus it's on it, really. it's not that bad. It's all about what you focus on. Eating better is a is my second pick. Or I just think it's important, and a lot of people don't don't follow through with it. But it is a very popular. New Year's resolution. And I'm going to, you know, always kind of start the year off trying to eat better. Right? So what do you have for your third one? Man, my third one's... I always like to change something in the new year. You know, whether it's uh, embarking on something, you know, making myself uncomfortable, if you will. I think... I think I'll call it learn something. You know, uh, like take on a new skill or a new oh, hobby. Damn it! I was hoping you didn't say skill because I would have used that as well. You said learn something. I was going to say a new skill. Right? Yeah. Like take on a new skill. It's a good pick. That's a good pick. Right. I think everybody wants to do that. It's something uh, beneficial, just like everything we've named. Right. Makes you a better person. Nobody ever does it. Yeah, absolutely. It's a good pick. My third pick. This is when it gets hard. It's I'm starting to look at some things. Where am I going? I'm going to go third pick, get a new job. Get a new slash better job. 
Get a better job. Is this Family Feud? I like this. I think, I mean, that helps with saving money. Everybody's always happier in a good job. Everybody always thinks they could do more, get paid more. At least, I think, ambitious people. Yeah, that grass is always greener mentality. Grass is always greener. Uh, so I think a new job, that's a common pick. Something personally, you never know. Yeah, especially if, if you're unhappy, you're always looking for that, that better opportunity. I agree. That is, that is a pretty solid pick, Take getting a new job. Getting a new job. So then I have my fourth pick. So let me think where I'm going to go with my fourth pick. I'm going to go drinking less. Ooh, I have that on my list. I'm going to go drinking less. I think it's a good, as always, good thing to have. It leads to weight loss. Uh, you're going to be healthier. You're going to feel better. You can still drink and have fun. And you're going to fail. You can still drink and have fun. Oh, yeah. Just not as much, but yeah, usually it fails, just like all these New Year's resolutions. But that's what truly makes it a New Year's resolution, is it's hard to follow and nobody ever does. And it's only for the new year, not for the whole year. So drinking less, my number four. I like I like drinking less. I'm going to counter your drinking less to go with my drinking fourth more? pick. <laughs> drinking more water. Oh, that's actually a great pick. Getting better hydrated. Is that a better segue for you as well? There's a way better segue. Okay. I actually yeah. like that pick a lot. So that's actually what I've been trying to do is just kind of roll off of what you were doing into what I was already going to do. And this time, I guess it worked. So I'm going to say uh, drinking more water, staying better hydrated is my fourth pick. And then last but not least, my fifth pick... I think it's just a, uh, you know, kind of like a bucket list thing. You know, always you want to do more, you want to experience more. And I think the way I'll say it for this, the the New Year's resolution, the top five, the fifth pick is travel more. Oh, I had that one too. God. Travel more for good my Lord. fifth pick. It's a good pick. Everybody wants to travel more. I mean, that's something every time... You see somebody you know, like traveling somewhere, you're always like, man, how can they afford that? And I can't afford it. Not afford it, but like, how did they I could not pull plan that something off? like that? They right. could pull that off. I could pull that off. Right, exactly. That. Like, they, oh, if I'd have just put my head to the ground and, you know, planned out a trip like that, I could I be in something Spain cool. this year. Exactly. And then I'm sitting there in November. And it's like, oh, I didn't do shit. <laughs> I didn't do anything. But Travel More is a great one. Yes, I love that pick. Everybody wants to do it too. What you got for your fifth? My fifth, this is a tough one. I have a few different ways to go. Okay. Few different ways to go. I think As long as they're all positive. I'm going to go get more organized. Ooh, I have that. That's a good pick. I think getting more organized that leads to pretty much all of these. It leads to It helps with saving all of the money, above. Exercising. If you're organized, you're looking for a new job, you're most likely to get a new job. Just being organized in general, I think it's something that helps everybody. It will improve your life. But it's also something uh, most people won't do. I most agree. Won't I agree. Like and I agree. Although I'm a pretty organized guy. I don't uh, I'm not an organized person. I don't forget much and I don't you know, I don't leave much just hanging around. But I definitely I enjoy being organized, so I definitely see where the pit comes from. So is that our top five? I think that covers it all. Yeah. So let me recap. My number one was weight loss. Number two, saving money. Number three, get a new job. Number four, drink less. And number five, get more organized. I like it. My number one was go to the gym. Two was eat better. 
Three was get a new skill. Four was drink more water. And my fifth pick was to travel more. Down, set, hut. NFL wildcard week in the playoffs are here. It's bittersweet. It's the playoff time. Less football, but better games. The games everybody's going to remember from this year. It's playoff time. The truthful only games that matter. Well, all the games matter because you got to get here. Yeah, whatever. These games. Individually, yes. Individually matter. But let's take a look at each game for wildcard weekend. We're going to start in order of when they happen. And the first game is the Cleveland Browns heading to the Houston Texans. A good Two old- teams. If you think of their franchises just objectively, not great franchise. Somehow they're meeting in the playoffs, and they're both two pretty good teams. Yeah, you got the veteran, the old-school vet, Joe Flacco. Flacco is back. Dude, if Flacco makes a run with the Browns, it'll be all-time legendary. I hope. I kind of hope the Browns win the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, I do, too, just because of Joe Flacco. Yeah, let him win two with two different teams. I'm not even that big of a Joe Flacco teams. fan, but like, that's a sick story. And so then he, you got the rookie, C.J. Stroud. And C.J. Stroud, he is just—he's legit. He— uh, I'm going to say it like this. He is that dude in his way into He's the playoffs. better than Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Uh, the, the Jaguars had the opportunity to go into the playoffs, and they did like the whole, their whole lost. lost five out of six game thing like the Eagles are doing. Yeah, it was a bad. But let's focus on this game. This game's in Houston. Texans, AFC South winners. They come in two and a half point underdogs at home. It's exciting because both of these teams were not expected to be in the playoff race after, well, after the Browns well, the lost Browns, to Sean Watson. Yeah, they were at the beginning of the season. They lost to Sean. Then it was and like, like oh, oh what are we going to do with PJ Walker and Dorian Thomas Peoples or whoever? And they won a they won a couple games with them, and, and then they, all of a sudden Joe Flacco comes back and is like, like, oh, hey, I uh, I'm still here. I'm available. This you- is a rematch actually from just a couple weeks ago too. Cleveland went into Houston. This was Christmas Eve. And beat the Texans 36-22. I think the Browns do it again. I think they go into Houston. Maybe not by that much. Maybe not by 14. But I think the Browns are going to bully the Texans a little bit. Browns a little more veteran. Although they're not a, known as a playoff team. They're a little more veteran than the Texans. I got Cleveland going and getting dub. See, I saw an interview um, where one of the reporters gave C.J. Stroud actually no no credit whatsoever and said that the the Browns are going to just absolutely dog walk him. And CJ Stroud just looked up and said, Oh really? And that scared me. So I think that the Texans are going to win. That didn't scare me yet. I think the Texans are going to win. Wins. I think he's going to walk out and throw like three, four touchdowns and they're just, they're going to be them dudes this weekend and they're going to win. So I think the Texans are going to move forward, beat the Browns wild card weekend. And then after that, we get to watch the Dolphins at the Chiefs. One of these teams at the end of this game, like they're going to be, if the Dolphins, they blew such a great start to the season. It's the winner be gets mode. to keep Tyreek Hill. If the Chiefs lose, everybody's going to be saying they need to change things, blah, blah, blah. So this will be very disappointing season for either team that loses this game. Yeah, it's a, it's a very good matchup. You got Tua Tagovailoa, who struggled through that one. And versus Patrick Mahomes, two elite quarterbacks, two elite offenses. I'm not ready to put uh, Tua as an elite quarterback. He's a very good quarterback. Listen, he's gotten it done when he's needed to get it done. And no, he hasn't. When? 
They, he's helped he's him win never every won a game. playoff game. Oh, well, this is his time. Yeah, it's hard to I'm win saying, a playoff I'm, game I'm in gonna, a division with the Chiefs. They're not in a division with the Chiefs. They're in a conference. Well, in a conference with the Chiefs where they have to potentially play them every season in the playoffs. I mean, it kind of sucks. They didn't play them last year. Did they make it? Yeah, they played the Bills. Oof, the Bills. Bills are, we'll be talking about them later. But listen, it's a good matchup. This two, game, the weather's supposed to be like two. Record low, right? Yeah, very a two cold, degrees, three degrees. That's going to be tough for the Bills to, I mean, the Dolphins to go to Kansas City in that cold. It's in the middle of the tundra, or not tundra, the but tundra. the plains. The plains, so it's like windy. That's going to be tough to go in there and play. I think the Dolphins against the have defending Super takes. Bowl champs. I don't think. I think the Chiefs. Chiefs have been weird this so, season, man. But between these two teams, until the Dolphins stand up in a big game and win, and until the Chiefs in a big game in the playoffs Fold. stand up and lose, I'm going to go with the Chiefs every time. I'm not going to pick the Dolphins. I, got I think the, the Dolphins City win. I think this is going to be an ugly game where having Tyreek Hill and having that craftiness on your side is going to pay big, big dividends. I get the Dolphins. I think they're going to. I think they're going to upset upset the Chiefs. Send them home on Wild Card Weekend. All right. Well, there you have it. Let's you move heard on it to the here next first. game. The Pittsburgh Steelers. This is the biggest spread of the weekend. The ten and seven Pittsburgh Steelers. Somehow ten and seven. Like the Steelers are the worst ten and seven team I've ever seen in my life. They're taking on the Buffalo Bills. Eleven and six. Bills, probably the hottest team in the NFL right now. Just, just keep in mind. Josh the Steelers, Allen didn't even play great in their last game, and they won. The Steelers are doing what they gotta do. With Mason Rudolph this weekend. Mason Rudolph has been maybe the best quarterback they've had this season. He's way better than Trubisky. You're right, but that's terrifying. We saw T.J. Watt's not playing this week. T.J. Watt's also out. You're right. Um, he's leading Bills the Steelers. Bills are 10-point favorites at Look, home. I'm just happy the Bills didn't lose against the Dolphins last week because they would have had to play the Dolphins again this week had they lost. That would have just been a— like In Miami, like same place, same time. Right. It would have just been a terrible repeat of a game. And then they probably would have won. So I'm happy they at least get a good playoff showing against the the Steelers at Biggest spread, Bills home. Minus 10 in Buffalo. I think the Bills win. Bills minus 500 odds-wise. I got the Bills, too. I think they're the hottest team. Bills are my sneaky Super Bowl pick, which means they're probably going to lose this game, but I got the Bills. Bills I was going to say the Bills do have that weird knack of screwing things up where they shouldn't. So this could be that game where... You know, they just completely screwed up. But I, I, I hold true. I think the Bills are going to win. All right, so we covered the three AFC games, which is the first three games of the weekend. The last three games of the weekend are the three NFC wildcard games. And we start the 9-8 and eight Green Bay Packers somehow also play up, much like the Steelers, although I think the Packers are a little better than the Steelers, despite the worst record. The Packers sneak into the playoffs when nobody thought they would. They're taking on the Cowboys, who come back, win the division after the Eagles collapse, 12-5, and five. Everything points to the Cowboys winning. That's what scares me so much about this game. Seven and a half points spread. Because this is when, this is nut cutting time. This is the time. What do you do if you're the Cowboys and you don't, like, don't perform again? Right now it's just about winning. So you could not perform and win. But if they lose again against this team, because they should, they're seven and a half point favorites. They're at home against the Packers. And they've been able to play at home. If they haven't been able been to do anything this season, they have outscored their opponents 40 to 1 at home. It's been ridiculous all season. They just need to find a way to do it. So I think the Cowboys do find a way, but I think 
I think it's, it's going to be an ugly game. Ugly game. I don't think they cover the seven and a half point spread, but I got the Cowboys winning the game. What about the 50 and a half point over under? That's a big, big over under with, you know, most games in the, in the low forties are, are, are what the, the spread typically yeah, is. Yeah, that's tough. I think they're thinking of a couple late touchdowns maybe by one of the teams. I could definitely see like a, you know, 31 27 type game to end it. But I, I could also the, see like a 17 10 game win it. Yeah, I think the Cowboys are going to go out and win. I think they're going to give a little bit more hope for the season, get out of wild card weekend, get them a Dak Prescott playoff victory, see what happens, move them up a little bit. But <laughs> after that, who do they play? We don't know. And then the next game we're going to cover, this may be the most interesting game of the weekend. The 10 and 7. L.A. Rams, I mean, this they've been, we said the Bills are the hottest team. The Rams might be the hottest team in the NFL. Nobody's really talking about them. They're a Super Bowl team at the core. They are, yeah. They're going to Detroit, take on the up-and-coming Lions. Lions won the NFC North this year for the first time in a long time. And I mean, this just screams the Rams coming in, the more veteran team, team used to winning, even though they've had a couple down years since the Super Bowl and getting the dub. And... Matt Stafford returns to Detroit. Jared Goff against his old team in the playoffs. Ultimate revenge game for Jared Goff. Well, say what you will about both of those teams. That was the the best trade you could have done for uh, like a quarterback swap. It worked out for both teams because Detroit was never going to win a Super Bowl with Matthew Stafford. They no matter go how win good a Super he Bowl. was. And now they got the build with Jared Goff paying him less. Pay him less, build a roster around him, let him let him kind of breathe and perform a little bit, not hang every single thing on his shoulders. Exactly. And I mean, it's paying off. You got the Lions twelve and five, the Rams ten and seven. Like you said, a couple years removed from a Super Bowl victory, they're at somehow a better, maybe not a better team, but a more balanced team. Four straight wins right now. They're playing so good. Good, good run game. Good game through the air. And the Lions, although they're twelve and five, they've had some some of those losses or games where you're like, what happened? Yeah, it's like they, they just completely got fell apart. So that always worries you. They lost if that on happens what was the it? Playoff, they lost on Christmas or Thanksgiving, one of the two. They lost a close game recently, but like earlier in the season, like the Ravens beat the shit out of them. Another team, I think the Cowboys. I guess looking back, the Ravens kind of deserve to beat the shit out of them being the number one seed right now. But still, I mean, if you this is the playoffs, like those are the teams you're going to play. Playoffs? Those are the teams you're going to play, teams like the Ravens. Yeah, look, I love the look, Lions. I wish they would win this game, but I have a feeling, and I'm picking the, the L.A. Rams to go in and get the dub. I think... The Lions are going to come out and win. I think the defenses are going to be the the kind of testament to what team's better this weekend. And I think the Lions defense is going to hold up. I think that's what has been the Lions' focus for the majority of the year is just holding that defense together. And I think they're going to be able to do that this weekend. I think the Lions are going to win. All right, so the last game of Wild Card Weekend, Monday night. Probably... The, we talked about a couple of the hottest teams in the NFL, Bills, Rams, probably the coldest team in the NFL right now. The and Eagles, I mean in the entire NFL. The Eagles started their season 10-1, and, and they're 11-6 and six going into wild card weekend. Taking on the 9-8 and eight Tampa Bay Buccaneers who, who did knows not how, start 10-1. and one. Who knows how they're going to perform. They've looked great in some games. They've looked absolutely horrible in some games. Even last week, they beat the... The Panthers to win the division. They beat the worst team in the NFL. It was nine to zeros. Ugly game. You don't know how Baker's going to show up, and but they, they're taking on. I can't. We can't emphasize this enough. 
the <laughs> coldest team in the NFL, a team total collapse from the Eagles, where they're getting blown out by the Giants in a game that means nothing to the Giants. It means everything to the Eagles. This is, uh, this is what happens when you push too much tush, man. I'm telling you. This is what happens if you lean on that fourth and one and you stop playing like fundamental foot. No, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Yeah, that, that I mean, you only get to fourth and one if you make <laughs> nine yards. Like, yeah, no, I don't know. Um, I don't That's know why, why, why they've collapsed. I, they they don't seem hurt. Bucks are four and one in the last five. Eagles one and four. They just they've just collapsed, dude. It's weird. It's like Jalen Hurts doesn't want to come out, or maybe they're trying to make like a crazy comeback story and make it fun. I don't think you do that on purpose. Nah, I I think they're cooked. I still think they're gonna win somehow, but. I think they're cooked after this week. I think they're the true frauds. Everything in me is telling me I'm division. wrong with this pick, but I'm picking the Buccaneers. I, I'm not, I hate I the Buccaneers. I have no confidence in the Buccaneers, but I can't pick in good heart. If you said that Eagles eight right weeks now. ago, I'd be like, absolutely, the the Eagles are going to beat the Bucs. You say that right now, I don't know. I think you might. You could be onto something. So it's time for stakes and takes. It's time to talk some betting, some opinions. What do you think is going to happen? What kind of bets are we looking at? I won last week, but we don't have to. Or not last week, a couple weeks, weeks ago. ago. We have to talk about that. I think it was like nine to six. But to who like, won season one? We're not quite done. Remember, we said we were going to end it with the Super Bowl. Oh, we did. I forgot we were extending. Right. That's what's written on that little whiteboard in the corner. It's very small. That's a good, good. That's good. Yeah, the whole football season. Yeah, we're gonna go like football, non-football. So we're still on. We're still good on the season. Still got a few weeks left. Super Bowl will be our like swan song, and I'm sure it'll be. Uh, it'll probably be like tied going into that, if I had to guess. It's been pretty close the whole time. So. All season. So uh, I have a couple UFC. I just have the two UFC bets, and I got three NFL bets. I got the opposite: three UFC, two NFL, and then I have one upset. I also got an upset. And I'm excited, but now I'm worried. So let's start with the UFC bets. My three UFC bets. I have Ricky Simone, minus 180, money line. Johnny Walker, money line, plus 375. And Manil Kopp, money line, minus 260. What's your uh, UFC bets? I have Manil Kopp as well for the minus 260. And I also have Gabriel Benitez uh, for the money line on that fight as well. I don't have the odds. Right now, because I'm an idiot and I didn't look it up, but I do for Benitez. Yeah, for Benitez. Benitez is minus 105. Boom, minus 105 for Gabriel Benitez, and New then cop minus 260. Cop minus 260. My uh, upsets in NFL, so I don't have anything anything else for UFC Vegas 84 until hopefully just being right with all my picks and bets. So I have my two NFL bets. I got the Dallas Cowboys money line minus. 350, and I'm taking a what I think is a surefire win. I got the Buffalo Bills minus line, money line minus 500. I have a Texans money line minus one, uh, plus 120. Plus 125, sorry, five, yeah. Or plus I got Dallas money line that's going to be minus 350. I got the Lions money line. What is that one? Uh, minus 185. Those are my three bets, and then I just got the upset. Upset. Did you already say you're upset? I did not say my upset yet. What's yours? My upset of the week. Bum, 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 bum. I got the LA Rams plus 150 
winning in Detroit. Nice. My upset, this is going to be the smallest drum roll because I don't know if it's actually going to happen. I'm kind of nervous about it. The cold game. I think the Dolphins are going to upset the Chiefs here. Plus 170. Upsettable. Call it with Tyreek Hill, the Tua Tagovailoa in the cold. Playing from the Miami to the Kansas City. Call it. Upsets. Plus 170. Let's go. Check us out next week when we recap NFL Wildcard Weekend in UFC Vegas 84 and take a look ahead to the divisional round in NFL and UFC 297 Strickland Duplicis. Nice.